Prayer is the master key. Jesus started with prayer and ended with prayer. Prayer is the master key. Is the master key. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the master key. Jesus started with prayer and ended with prayer. Prayer is a master key. Praise the Lord. Before you sit down, I want you to pray for Brother Chaji's daughter. She's in the hospital. She's having fever. That God should go and touch her wherever she is now. In that hospital, that instant healing, that's what we want. So that the testimony will be full. So begin to pray. Pray for her. Pray for the, the parent as well. That God should strengthen them at this time. That God should use the blood of Jesus to cleanse her and set her free. Concerning every form of sickness in her life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. We bless your name. Because once again, you have proved that you are the God, a living God that we serve. Wherever that girl is now, Father, go there and touch her. Rihanna is her name. Pray for her that God should heal her and set her free. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Before you sit down, from the song that I sang just now, prayer is the master key. In the beginning of this year, we are asked to write our prayer list, prayer requests. If you have yours here, I want you to bring it out and begin to pray on it and declare that, Lord, this is my prayer request for this year. This is my prayer list for this year. Because you have the master key, that master key, every closed door concerning this prayer, Lord. Lord, open it. Use your master key to open it. Pray, pray over your prayer list. If you don't have your prayer list here, you know what your heart desire is. Tell God that, Lord, this is my heart desire for this year. Lord, I want you to answer me speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. We give you all glory. Once again, you prove yourself in our life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Please be seated. Praise the Lord. I believe that many of us, like I said, we have the prayer list or prayer requests or prayer points. It depends on whatever you call it. And um, as I go on this message, you will see where your prayer requests also fall. I tell you about a, 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 an old maid. This old maid is very prayerful and uh, She's like a prayer warrior where she works. And the, the master knew that, okay, this maid always pray. So why can't we ask her to always pray along with us? Then she will be praying. They call her, she will be praying along with them. But they discover that she's always too selfish concerning her prayer. All her prayer always focus on her. Then, 
The master told her that, look, why are you always selfish about your prayer? We call you so that you can also pray for us as well because we knew you can pray. He said, okay. Then she prayed this way. Say, oh Lord, my father, I don't want to be too selfish about my prayer, but I want you to provide a good son-in-law for my mother. Is that not a selfish prayer? Brethren, I want you to look at your prayer points. Did you consider your neighbor? Do you consider somebody else? Do you even include the church of God? Last year, we have the preset that go with evangelism. I will take it to be outreach. That's the assignment we have been given last year. This year, we have been given what? Yes? Prayer. This is year of prayer. So how can we categorize it into ministry in the church? Intercession. So that means whatever you have done last year, whatever seed you have planted last year, this is the time for you to pray over it, to intercede. That Lord has spoken to this person about Christ last year. And that you need to sustain that with your prayer. So I hope our prayer points are not to direct to ourselves only. So this morning, or this afternoon rather, I would like to talk about prayer. And that's my prayer. Uh, my topic is prayer list. You can take it to be prayer point or prayer request. As we know, the Bible is full of verses telling God's people to pray. For example, itself, Jesus himself, in numerous Bible passages, he is found to be praying to the Father. As a Christian, we don't have to be pushed. We don't have to be informed before we pray. What we need to do is to go on our knee because that is the closest distance between the solution to your problem. The distance between your knee and the floor. Anytime anything is trying to get out of hand, go on your knee and pray to God Almighty. We are serving a living God that answers prayer. When you call upon him wholeheartedly, he will answer you. We talk about that as I go on. So you have every reason to be committed to prayer. Now, the question is, what is prayer? What is prayer? Prayer is the communication between you and God. It is asking God Almighty to have fellowship with you and give you guidance and protection from the enemy. That's one definition of prayer. Prayer is outpouring of the heart and a way to experience the presence of Jesus in your life. If you want to pour your heart to the Lord, you can only do that through prayer. You can't do that through complaint. It's only through prayer that you can do that. That is why the church is asking you that this year, you need to be awake from your slumber. You need to wake up from your slumber. You need to pray to God. Praise the Lord. I don't want you to sleep. If you sleep, I catch you. I'll just mention your name to stand up. Praise the Lord. So, prayer 
an intense request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God. At times you pray, your prayer is answered. You need to express your thanks to God. Even when you are dancing, when you are singing, I'm sure if you look at the detail of your songs, it will also be in form of appreciation and you are thanking God. It's form of prayer. Praise the Lord. So, prayer is what connects you to our Heavenly Father. And that's what connects heaven to us as well. It's not one-way traffic. It's two ways. It goes, because when you send forth your prayer, it will bounce back and come back to you with the response. So, prayer can be loud. It can be silent. It can also be as a single person praying or in a group. So, brethren, when you see somebody shouting, when you see somebody praying with all the seal, it means our he wants to express himself before God. Likewise, when you see somebody very calm, that does not mean that that person doesn't know how to pray. I want to advise you, I want to suggest you. Do you know that when you pray in your mother tongue, you have the right word, you have the right adjective to use to appreciate God? Thank God for English language, and that's why we are able to communicate together. At times when we are praying in the church, I change to my mother tongue. And nobody has challenged me that, brother, what are you talking about? Because they know that I'm praying. So I want to encourage you. If you discover that English language is an hindrance for you to use the right adjective. Believe in me, in my language, there are some language, if I speak it, already you'll be saying I'm speaking in tongue. Because when I begin to give some adjective to qualify God, if I begin to interpret it to you, then you will say, brother, I think you should be praying this your language. So I'm encouraging you. Nothing to shame about. This is house of God. The person sitting by your side, the person by your left or right, doesn't have to understand what you are saying. But who understands? God. Praise the Lord. So the shortest distance between your problem and the solution is the distance between the floor and your knee. Quickly go on your knee, Lord, this is what I want you to do. Then the question arises. Many always say, how, how do I pray? What do I pray about? Sometimes ago I was talking to some, some of my group. I said, okay, last, next time you are going to assault us. Say, brother, what am I going to say? I say, that is a topic. What am I going to say is a topic. The brethren was not too comfortable, but he, he left. To God be the glory, he called me as I reached home. He said, brother, I'm going to do it. So when you are doubting, what am I going to say? What am I going to pray about? If you don't know, just begin to pray for me. God bless brother Francis. Praise the Lord. But if you don't know what to say, you are not the only one. You know why? Because the disciples, the disciples also, they don't know how to pray. And what do they do? <laughs> they ask Jesus Christ how they should pray. And Jesus told them how to pray. So it's not a shame if you don't know how to pray. Ask pastor or any of the leaders or the person sitting beside you. 
please, I don't know how to pray. Then they will tell you, our Father who art in heaven. So, if you don't know how to say that in English, say it in your mother tongue. Praise the Lord. So, the discipleship, uh, the disciple did not know how to pray. And Jesus gave them the Lord's prayer. Don't expect me to give you the, another prayer. Jesus has done that already. I will only guide you on what to pray about. Praise the Lord. So, our Heavenly Father has the listening ears. What you need to do is just to come to Him and ask Him. By acknowledging Him, you have started praying. Lord, I thank you, I'm alive. The prayer session has commenced. So, the question of you don't know what to talk about will not arise. But the issue is that most of us, we pray only when we are in trouble. Or only when we see that trouble coming. It is then we remember that, oh, I'm serving a living God. In the morning when many of us wake up, quickly we, we, we dress up and rush to the office. Almighty God, I thank you because you wake me up in another day. As I'm going to go with me, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, that's a form of prayer. That's a form of prayer. There are many of us that we have a very um, deep heart desire that we begin to pray to God that, Lord, do this, do that. And immediately, God do that. We forget. There's a saying that when the battle is over, it looks very simple. You need to appreciate God. You need to thank Him for what He has done. When your prayer is answered, you need to go back to God, Lord, I thank you. Don't be like a lady who was looking for a, a parking space in a mall because it was about to rain. And it's, she said, oh Lord, just find me a good place, a good parking place because you know I've worked so tirelessly today. I want a better place so that this rain will not soak me. She has not finished that prayer. She just noticed a, a backlight of a car about to drive out in a very good place, close to the entrance. You know what the lady said? She said, oh, Lord, don't worry. I found a place. <laughs> the question is that, are you like that? You may not say that, but the moment God has done what you requested for, and you are not appreciated, say, God, I thank you, for this chance. There are some things you will pray about that will look very simple. There are some that you will pray, you will fast, then it may not come at once, it will be coming gradually. So that type of things, we feel it more. But God is doing great things in our life. That instant prayer and instant answer you receive, but you don't appreciate God. Praise the Lord. So we need to appreciate God. We need to thank God. We need to appreciate Him any time that He has done something in our life. It is, I don't want you to see it like a business. What is good needs prayer. And what is bad needs prayer also. Because a good business needs advertisement. And a bad one, of course, also needs Either you receive answer to your prayer or not. Brethren, always appreciate God. Advertise yourself when you receive answer to your prayer. 
And when you have not received also, advertise that I'm serving a living God that will not disappoint me. We have had so many testimonies like that here. That people will continuously say, yes, I know that the prayer has not been answered. But I went and buy baby's cloth because I knew by this, before the end of this year, we carry my baby. We've had that testimony either here or in the other auditorium. Where one family said that they started buying baby's things. And God answered their prayer. Yours is not difficult. God can do it. Praise the Lord. So, we need to acknowledge God all the times. Either the situation is bad or the situation is good. Bible says in all things, give, give thanks. So, and when we give thanks, God take pleasure in this. God take delight in this. When you give thanks to God, God acts. He acts when you give pleasure to your prayer. Second Chronicle, Second Chronicle seven fourteen. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. That is God acts when we pray. That is if you call him, if you are not calling him, well, that is left for you. God also delight to answer our prayer. Micah seven eighteen. Who is a God like you? Who pardons him and forgives the transgression of the remnant of his inheritance? You do not stay angry forever before delight to show mercy. That is God for us. Thank God we are in the home cell now. We are talking about anger. I know most of us in our home cell, our children have said some wonderful things that uh, we all appreciate this topic that the church has given. Praise the Lord. We delight when we know he answers our prayer. Even when the answer is no, we take pleasure in it. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desire of your heart. Even if God, you are praying to God, that response has not come. That does not mean you will be praying as if somebody that is... Uh, that people will say, brethren, brother, what happened? Why are you looking so sad? No. Let the joy of the Lord fill your heart. Praise the Lord. Nehemiah 1, 11a. Oh Lord, it says, O oh Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight to fear your name. Again, you need to fear God. Don't see God like your, let me say like your boyfriend that you can just address anyhow. He is our friend, yes. But at the same time, you need to fear him. Pastor Shem always said, if you have a friend that is not afraid of God, you need to fear that friend. That is the fact. If you have a friend that don't fear God, please fear that 
friend. Because if such a friend see a trailer or a truck coming, we stay at the middle of the road. Because if you are not fearing God, it means you are not fearing anything. Praise the Lord. So, let's look at the precept for the year. For this year, the precept. I think Colossians 4, 2. Turn with me to Colossians 4, 2. Christian graces continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Read up to verses, brother. Colossians 4:2-6. Meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in chains, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom towards those who are outside, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Pastor, I have here say, devote yourself to prayer and be watchful and thankful. And pray for us too, that God may open a door for our message. That's why in the beginning I said, is your prayer so selfish? How many of us are praying for pastor here? How many of you are praying for today's message? How many of you are, God bless you, sister. God bless you, I, I, I see your hand. How many of us are praying for our home leaders, home cell leaders? How many of us are praying even for our bosses in the office? They might not be Christian. Don't allow your prayer to be selfish. Yes, when you, if, 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 if there is a fire on your, clo- on your body on, and on your, any of your child, you first remove the one on your side before you remove that of the child. Agree. I'm not saying you should focus your prayer on pastors only, but at the same time when you are praying for yourself, you pray for them. Don't be like that made I said from the beginning. So from that, we can see from that passage, to me, um, here I pick up three prayer points there. That is, be watchful and be thankful. That is a prayer point. Instruction I've been given. Again, I'm talking about from verse 2 to 6 now. Speaking, speaking to God about other people. That is praying for others. That's why I'm asking you, are you praying for others? Speaking to God about our need, our personal need for ourselves. Then I summarize the three into two, which I say personal prayer. That is speaking to God about others. Then public declaration. Speaking to God about God. Speaking to God about others, two to, uh, verse 2 to 4. Public declaration speaking to others about God. You speak to God about others, then you speak to others about God. So speaking to God about others. Verse 2. 
It answers the question, how do we pray? So we discover three helpful guidelines in this verse. Devote yourself to prayer. Being watchful and thankful. Those are the three we have there. You need to pray with faithfulness. The word devote means dedicate, adhere firmly to. It means unrelenting persistence. That is what the church is telling us to do this year. We need to devote our time for prayer. We need to devote our time to him. And that is the only way. Don't say God understand. Yes, God understand. He understand, but you need to define what you, how you want it. If you are not defining how you want it, then it's left for you. I've had a testimony where somebody is looking for a child. And the word of God came from the altar and said, look, today I'm here to give those who are looking for children. But there are some that are not here. And the sister said, for those that are not here, Lord, give me twins. So, and see, God understands she needs child. But she went ahead and said, Lord, give me twins. To God be the glory. He does what he wants to do. And God answered that prayer. So your situation is not too difficult for you to explain to God. Don't come and explain to pastor. Maybe pastor will know your secret. Okay. Kneel down on your own. Confess it to God. Lord, this is the level I want to reach. Don't belittle yourself. That is what we are being told. To focus this year. Devote your time. Devote yourself to prayer. Praise the Lord. It brings back the persistence of the early church. Acts 2.42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. They devote themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship. That is what you need to do. You are being reminded this year that yes, you need to start just like the day of the old. Luke 18.1. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Jesus was talking to the disciples here about a parable of persistent widow. Don't expect that you pray immediately you want the answer. Our God does what he likes. He can answer you immediately. But at the same time, it can be shifted forward. So you still have to devote your your time. In 1 Thessalonians 5.17, Paul said, pray without ceasing. That is, pray continuously. You have to pray with watchfulness. That is what verse 2 of that Colossian is talking about. You have to be careful. You have to be watchful. Paul told the church in 1 Thessalonians 5.6, Therefore, let us not sleep, as others do. But let us watch and be sober. Yes. That is what I'm saying. If I catch you sleeping. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I know the Holy Spirit will guide you. Don't need to catch anybody. <laughs> this is house of God. But don't sleep, brethren. Devil is going around. 
You want to invest people with sleeping. Don't take the virus. It's very dangerous. Praise the Lord. You know why it's dangerous? Because this might be your appointed time. But when you sleep, the answer has come, but you have slept off. That will never be your person in Jesus' name. So you need to pray with thankfulness also. When you thank God, when you appreciate God, you will get more. Many of us here, if any of our child, you buy something for him or her, and say, Daddy, thank you. Oh, I love this cloth. I like it. This started saying so many things. You will be inspired to buy more in the future. Even if you start that in the mall, you can decide to, okay, you add this to this, add that to that. How much, much of our Father in heaven when we appreciate him? So we need to pray with thankfulness. An appreciative person will receive more. So God is always provide more. And that is why in the book of Psalm 100 it's saying, enter what? Enter his presence, his gate with thanksgiving. So thank God for the prayer that has been answered. Thank, one, thank God for the one to be answered. Appreciate him for the one he has not answered. And he will fulfill it and do it in Jesus' name. So verse 2, just ask that question, how do we pray? Verse 3 to 4 seem to pose another question. What do we say when we pray? And pray for us, too, that may God open the door for our message. That's a very important prayer. Because here on the altar here, if the messages that are coming are not the one that inspired the Spirit of God, are not the one that inspired the Holy Spirit to dwell in you, it is dangerous. Everything cannot be blessing, 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 blessing. The message that should be coming from here also should be to the home that we are dream of. We have the study of Revelation last year in our own cells. We have seen the description of that glorious home. That should be our dream. That is why you need to pray for pastor, for pastoral team, for council member, for leaders of ministry, for leaders of home cells, and for yourself, that you pass the message, the right message across. But don't be a gatekeeper that always pass people inside. You need to also make sure that you also find yourself inside. Praise the Lord. I move faster now. Now, I skip so many things because of our time. Let us look at our prayer list. How many of us have our prayer list or prayer requests here? God bless you. Now, I don't, uh, don't bring it out because somebody might be spying on it. But as I'm speaking, I want you to look at what you have put down. One of our brethren in Hele will I seek this. He said he always bring it out whenever they ask to pray. And believe me, I copy from him because I know there was no copyright on that. I copy that. The brother is in the congregation now. He always bring it. Anytime he's giving testimony, he say, God has answered this. 
So he come with that paper. So brethren, always come to church with your prayer requests. We agree you are praying on it at home. Anytime the person coordinating service, when the, the ministration comes to pray over it, they will pray over it. And as God is answering those questions, begin to mark it. Mark it. That, okay, I've received my victory here. God, thank you. I don't know what you have written down that you are doubting about in that your prayer list. Genesis 18, 14. Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return unto thee according to the time of life. God was talking to Sarah here. Talking about Sarah. There's nothing too, too difficult for God to do. Irrespective of the challenges you have given unto God concerning that your prayer list, concerning that your prayer request. Believe me, God is saying that there is nothing too hard for him to do. And I'm confirming it again for you to, to, to this afternoon. That nothing too difficult. We have testimony that people without womb, they have given birth. We have testimony that people with terminal disease, that God, uh, the doctor have informed them that you only have a few days to live. And they were set free. Your situation is not the worst. Praise the Lord. So, that brought about how is prayer answered. The, pray, the, the Bible revealed that prayer is answered immediately. Do you know that? Isaiah 65, 24. It shall come to pass that before they call, before you call, I will answer. I will answer. And while they are still speaking, I will hear. While you are still speaking, begin to speak to God as you are sitting down. Lord, this is the message I've had. Now, this is the area I want you to intervene immediately in my life. In Jesus' name we pray. Don't sleep. If you sleep, you will not catch that. Uh, that. Daniel 9, 21 to 23. Yes. While I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, reached me about the time of the evening offering. And he informed me and talked with me and said, O Daniel, I have now come forth to give you skill to understand. At the beginning of your supplications, the command went out. Praise the Lord. As soon as you began to pray, that's angel, uh, angel telling Daniel now. As soon as you began to pray, a word went out which I have come to tell you, for you are highly esteemed. So, you see, even before you speak out, as soon as Daniel begins to pray, God has sent Angel Gabriel to go and tell him that your prayer has been answered. Why can't you tell God, Lord, as I put this prayer point before you, send the right angel to answer that prayer. Begin to tell God. In Jesus' name we pray. I told you, you need to be fast. Don't repeat what I'm saying too long. At times, prayer is being delayed. Prayer can be delayed when you put your prayer before God. 
Luke 18:7. Luke 18:7. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he be long with them? And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them. If you read another version, you will notice that God can delay the prayer when the situation is too dangerous. Whenever the situation is too dangerous, God can delay the prayer. Some few years back, I had this testimony from uh, Pastor Adeboye, Nigeria, that where they were living in Lagos, that um, the son was requesting for bicycle. That he refused to buy the bicycle because he knew that that place, I think around Mushin side also, I can't remember the exact place, but in that particular area, that is where we have this small, small taxi. They drive recklessness. So the man of God said he refused to buy the bicycle because the environment was too dangerous. But the son was not happy about it. His time he, he, he comes and says, Daddy, I need bicycle. He didn't buy it. Until they moved to their own place. Without the boy asking, he bought the bicycle for him. Because in that environment, it is safe. To, to ride a bicycle. Brethren, what am I saying is that even if you are saving to buy a car, if God knew that this car will bring an end to your life, something will happen, you will not buy that car. That does not mean God is not answering prayer. So what I'm saying in essence is that whenever you put your request before God and that answer is not coming, it's not that God is asleep, no. He's not asleep. In his own time, he makes what? All things beautiful. He does things in no time, not your time. So when the situation is too dangerous, the answer to your prayer may not come. Don't be discouraged. Again, God can answer our prayer different from our desire, from our heart desire. Second Corinthians 12, 8 to 9. Concerning these things, I pleaded with the Lord three times, that it might depart from me. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weaknesses. Therefore, most gladly I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Praise the Lord. So, at times, whatever we are putting before God, God can do less what we are expecting. He can do more. He can even do something clearly different to whatever that we are requesting for. And lastly here, I have that God can answer our prayer beyond our expectation. Beyond what we are expecting. That is what we call tsunami miracle. And when it happened, before you get home from office, you begin to call sister. Oh, it has happened. What has happened? It has happened. You'll be so happy to express exactly what has happened. Or maybe it's the sister. Oh, praise God. My dear, it has happened. 
In my place, we say, what is Shelley? <laughs> it has happened. What has happened? So God can answer your prayer beyond expectation. And I want you to believe that this year. Jeremiah 33, 3. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things. Greater mighty things. Which you do not know. You see? Which is not even your mind. But what is the times and condition? Eh? That means we are not listening. What? Come to me. That is the times and condition. And how do, you, how do you go to him? By praying. If you are not praying, you are not going to him. God will not come to you. And say, oh, this is my child. I give you this. Times and conditions are there. Please, let us look into that. But I want you to ask one question. Is prayerless a sin? Is it a sin? Yes? Okay, if you say so. Come with me to 1 Samuel 12, 23. 1 Samuel 12, 23. Moreover, as for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. Praise the Lord. That means we are correct. Another version says, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord. He is ceasing to pray for you. So, what am I saying? Always pray unto God. We have been given the assignment, not just for this year. Maybe as long as we live. So let's build on this principle. Let's build on this. If you are sleeping, just shout hallelujah. Glory be to God. So nobody is sleeping. So now, the question is that, do we really know how to put our prayer point down? Our prayer list, do we really know? The Holy Spirit will guide us to have the prayer point. I know you have the hard desire. Something has been burning your heart that you want God to do. Quickly, you will write them down. Maybe you have some list. Does it mean that list number one, God should answer that first? Or list number ten? It is Holy Spirit that can guide you out to put this prayer list down. Romans 8, 26 to 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for. We do not know what to pray for. As we ought. As we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for it us. It is the Spirit itself that intercedes on your behalf, that guides you. I want you to hold on to this. With groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Praise the Lord. This simply means that list you have written in the beginning of the year, it means Holy Spirit will keep reminding you, keep increasing your prayer list. If you have so much prayer list that you feel that, okay, this is becoming too long, share it with Pastor Shem. 
he will share it among the intercession. Praise the Lord. And I'm sure whatever be the list that Holy Spirit have inspired you to write, that same Holy Spirit will guide you to pray over them. So this is year of prayer. Ask Holy Spirit to remind you those prayer points you're supposed to include in your list. Thank God for the um, for what we call gadgets. This I want to talk about. I don't know what to call it now. We all know what I'm talking about. For technology. At the tip of your hand, which I'm sure is always with us, you can always have your prayer point like a messages. You, send, you have one phone and the other send from one from WhatsApp group or from WhatsApp message to another. So that you can always have it. And anytime the Holy Spirit ministers to you to increase it, stay somewhere. If you don't have pen, write it in your answer. So it is Holy Spirit that can guide you continuously that this is the area you need the touch. Every last Monday of the month we speak here if you need a touch of God. Many people will feel reluctant to come outside. Because as at that time, they are doubting. Do I need touch? Or if I go out, people will be looking at me. If I'm the first person to go out. But don't be surprised. The first person to come out might be instant uh, answer to him, his or her prayer. So please, once the Holy Spirit minister to you and you heard the voice, don't expect God is coming to speak to you directly. He will use one medium to communicate to you. Unless God personally wants to visit you in your closet, in your dream, then he will reveal himself mightily to you. My message might be a voice of God to you to know. Brethren, what I'm saying is that as long as these prayer points are coming, always try to pull them down. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 1, we may not read this one, 15 to 19. Talk about uh, Paul. Paul make four prayer points in this particular area because Paul is the kind of person that always pray for others. If you read that, um, you, if, you, if we read that Ephesians 1, 15, you will discover that the first prayer point of Paul to Ephesus, at Ephesus, is that the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him. That is the first prayer point for Paul, when Paul was praying for them. And when we talk about knowledge of God, and what does that mean? It means having personal knowledge about him. It's not just an intellectual, I've read the Bible, I've read it so I know what God is. No. When you have the wisdom of his revelation, the revelation of his knowledge, knowledge about him, that means you are having personal knowledge about him. That is, personal relationship with him. It is more than fact about God. If I ask you now about God, many of us will say God is in, lives in heaven. Yes? That is what we believe. 
But that's not that kind of fat. Even people that don't go to church understand. When they want to talk about God, they look into the sky. But these people still don't know God the way they should be, know him. So, for you to have this prayer being answered, you need to have the personal relations in the knowledge of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That means you need to grow in the knowledge of God. In verse 18 to 19 of that um, Ephesians, that Ephesians 1, 18 to 19, God, Paul brought out three prayer points there. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. The hope of his calling. That is when you pray that we know that God has really called you. He let you, he, he allowed you to realize that God has called you. God has called you, that's why you are here. That is why you are able to pray to him, brethren. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? What, what the riches of glory of his inheritance? He is not just calling you, he is calling you to his inheritance. That is number, number three now. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power? The exceeding greatness of God's power. That is what God wants you to understand. Those are the powerful Four prayer points that Paul has brought out in that, uh, that Ephesians 1, 15 to 19. The first one is the spirit of the wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The second one is the hope of God's calling. The third one, the riches of, that, of the glory of God, of the inheritance, and the exceeding greatness of God's power. That is why he can answer you beyond your request. That is why you can swim in that tsunami of testimony. And the whole world will rejoice with you. Praise the Lord. So, like I said, now I'm going back to what, where I started. If you bring out your prayer list, do you put the personal need first? Do you include the prayer for pastoral team? Do you include the prayer for others? Put the, Paul put the need of others. When you look at Paul, Apostle Paul, he always put the need of others before his own need. So, let's quickly look at uh, Paul's uh, way of prayer, how Paul prayed. In his letter to Roman, Roman 1 9, what was Paul saying? For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always yeah. in my prayers. Without ceasing, Paul said he always mentioned them. Paul, that he always mentioned them in his prayer. Corinthians, Corinthians 1.4, what was Paul saying there also? I thank my God always concerning you. He thanks God concerning the Corinthians. 
Has anybody appreciated on behalf of pastor for so many years he has served in this country? Do you have that in your prayer list? We need to continuously pray for him. He's our pastor. Because when he leads in the right path, we will follow the right path. We know God is leading him and he's following God. At the same time, we need to continuously pray for him. And pray for the pastoral team and the council, your home cell leader, ministry leaders. In his letter to Philippians, what is Philippians 1.4? Always in prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy. You see, Paul was not thinking, even when Paul was in prison, he was not even thinking of praying that God set me free. He's always praying for others. In his letter to Colossians, Colossians 1.9, Preeminence of Christ. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you. Since that day they had it, they did not cease to pray for them. Believe in me, pastor always pray for you. The leaders always pray for you. Because if you are not at peace, you can call pastor at the middle of the night. This is what is going on. Then you wake him up. But because he's always remembering you people and every one of us in his prayer, he pray for us. We should always also remember to pray for him. In his first letter to Thessalonians, that is Paul, Thessalonians 1, 2. We give thanks to God for you all making mention of you in our prayers. Praise the Lord. Paul is also giving thanks on behalf of Thessalonians. You can as well give God the glory concerning me. That God will thank you for allowing Brother Francis to be alive today to offer this message. And we also thank God that, Lord, I bless your holy name for allowing this beautiful congregation to be here listening to me today. I can't be talking to empty chairs. So there is need for us to pray for others. In his second letter to Timothy, what's, what was Paul saying again? I thank God whom second, I... Second Timothy 1.3, sorry. I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience, as my forefathers did, as without ceasing I remember you in my prayers night and day. You see, even in the night... He remember them. In our home, whenever we are praying, I'm just asking us to remember the church of God. Pray for the church of God today and for the future. Sometimes to come, you and myself, we are not going to be here. But you want to be here, the good news concerning this church. That is why you have to start praying about it now. During the 30 years anniversary, we have seen the, the pastors when they line up here. I'm sure they will be very happy because the, 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 the state that they left the church, the church has grown beyond that. Seven families started this church. 
To God be the glory today. Now, that is why we still have to continuously pray for the church. As Paul was praying for others. Lastly, Philemon 4. What's Paul saying there? I thank my God, making mention of you always in my prayers. So we can now see why we should always make mention of our brethren. Even if it is somebody sitting by your side. I know there are a lot of us here that we have where we sit every Friday. So we have people that sit with us. Like the choirs, they always sit at the front. The pastor always sits at the front. Many of us are the second row also, like that. Pray for the person beside you. If you don't see him, when my wife travels, some sister asked me, I've not been seeing a sister. I said, how? I said, because she always sits close to me. That means they are very vigilant. Be vigilant about person that is sitting by your side. If you are not seeing that person, then look back, still not at the back. Okay, try to find out. And if you are not seeing him, pray for him or her. Praise the Lord. So this is my request to you. Always praying for others. This year, the year of prayer, we requested to pray and advise to have our prayer list. Include me in your prayer list. Include pastor in your prayer list. Include the person by your side, your brethren. Include them in your prayer list. Even your country. Include it in your prayer list. I love the prayer we pray this morning. Brother said, first we pray for this land. Yes. When you seek the peace of Jerusalem, what happened? You get the reward. So the peace of this land is our peace. Include this land in your prayer list. When this land is at peace, pray against economic recession. You will stay long here. Praise the Lord. You are not just here to work only. You are here for assignment. And that is part of that assignment. Understand, I'm not saying you should not pray for personal need. It's very important. Because I like the way you are shining. You are beautiful before God. Please include your personal need. Praise the Lord. So, there is need for us to understand and uh, know how to schedule our prayer. Uh, I will just try to round up, but I want you to take note of this. There are 15 sets of people that I feel that you should pray to meet this year. 15 sets of people. Please listen very attentively. Number one, they are the encouragers. Those that will encourage you. Like Deborah. We know how Deborah encouraged others. In the, if you want to know that story, go to the book of uh, Judges 4 and read the story. It's there. King David was also encouraged when they killed um, Absalom. He was crying like a baby. Then his, his, his uh, people, his warriors, they, they were disorganized because they thought he should appreciate it. But Joab went to encourage 
David that you need to go and encourage your warrior. So you have to pray to meet people that will encourage you, not people that will discourage you this year. That is very important. Because of time, we may not read the Bible verses I've chosen for those ones. Barnabas also will know to be son of encouragement. So that is number one. Number two is the, the hand lifter. There are those whose hands are strong enough to hold you up when you are weak. You need to include them in your prayer. Those people that we encourage you, may you meet them in Jesus' name. Hebrews 12, 12. Wherefore lift up the hand which hang down and the feeble knees. Jude 1, 22. And of some having compassion and making a difference. I pray that you will make difference in somebody's life in Jesus' name. If you are looking for a encourager, make yourself also encourager. Encourage people. We have the destiny helpers. Those that will encourage you, that will guide you to your destiny. The giver. God will allow you to meet the giver in Jesus' name. And you also, when you are a giver, then that means people will meet you in the mighty name of Jesus. The receiver. The receiver too. You can't just be a giver. So receiver is another set of people you can meet this year. And I pray that you will, you will meet them. This one, are one, they are different from the beggars. These receivers are different from the beggars. These are the ones you will give and God will lift you up. You need to pray to meet them. Those receivers. The prayer conqueror. The prayer conqueror is different from the prayer warrior. Why? Because many prayer warriors pray from their head. But the prayer conqueror pray from their heart. I pray you meet them in Jesus' name. The recommender. People that will recommend you to the greatness. People that will recommend you to the high position. Late last year, brethren was lifted up to join the council. That is God's recommendation. I pray that you will have God's recommendation in your life in Jesus' name. The correctors. You need to pray to meet the correctors. When you are derailing, you have to meet them. The truth tellers, the lawyers, the humanitarians. The humanitarians are those that believe that life is not just about them. It's about you and me. Those are the humanitarians. The reliable, those that you can rely upon. The contented, this one that they are not greedy, they are ready to share. I pray you meet them. The lover and pursuer of God and godly life. That is the last one. And I pray you meet them in Jesus' name. We have a friend, and that friend is Jesus Christ. He's the only one, while I call upon the choir, please. Choir. We have a friend. And who is that friend? Jesus Christ. He's the one that we can take our prayer to. What a friend we have. What a friend we have in Jesus Christ. As the choir will lead us in that song. To God be the glory. 
Check your prayer list and don't be selfish. Praise the Lord. What a friend we have. What a friend we are oh, Our sins and griefs to bear Oh, the privilege take a minute to call upon that friend because we have heard a lot of what God wanted to tell us on prayer but we're going to put that into practice second chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 we have already read if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. But go on to verse 15. It says, Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. And we are going to pray. You are going to pray for your neighbor on your right and on your left. Take a few seconds. Church, pray. I'm not going to be praying this prayer loudly. But it's for each of us to pray for our neighbor on the right and on the left. Prayer made in this place will be heard. God is listening. Pray for your brother, not for yourself. Pray for your brother or sister on the right and on the left. In Jesus' name we pray. You have been told to pray for our pastor. Pray for the pastoral team, the council members, the ministry leaders, the cell leaders, the associates. Pray right now. Church, pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's take a few seconds to pray for our colleagues in our office. Remember them by name, the good ones and the not so good ones. 
Remember every one of them. Pray for your boss. Pray right now, church. I know it is difficult to pray for those in your office, but we are asked to pray. So let's just pray just as loud as we prayed the previous prayers. I'm not hearing it. In Jesus' name we pray. Have you ever prayed for your neighbor in the house where you live? The family next door on your right or on your left? Or the family that stays above you or the family that stays below you? They are your neighbors. Take a moment to pray for them. You might not even know them by name. Pray for them. In Jesus' name we pray. Take a moment to pray for your family members. Commit every one of them into, your hand, into the Lord's hands. Pray, church. Pray for your spouse. Pray for your parents. Pray for your children. Pray for your brothers. Pray for your sisters. All those blood relatives of yours, pray for them right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. Your prayers have been heard. Amen. Father, we just want to thank you once again, Lord Father, for you have impressed upon us once again, Lord Father, where we needed reminding, Lord, the power of prayer, Lord Father. Father God, you are so gracious, Lord Father. And Father God, we thank you, Lord, that you have used your servant, Lord Father, to bring across into our hands, into our minds, into our understanding the greatest weapon that we have, Lord Father. And Father God, I pray, Lord, that none of us will go around seeking for other things, Lord Father, when all we need to do is call on you, Lord Father. And Father God, that's what we want to do, Lord Father. And I thank you, Lord, that you have told us today, Lord, that there is one weapon in our hand which is indefeatable, Lord Father. We thank you. We give glory unto you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your servant whom you have used this day, Lord Father. And I pray, Lord, that you will continue to anoint him, Lord Father, further, that he will bring more and more words of wisdom that we could then apply into our lives. We give all glory to you. Be with him and his family, Lord Father. Bless them mightily, Lord Father, and make them a blessing to many, Lord Father. We commit them into your hands. Thank you, Father, for every one of us gathered here. And Father God, I pray, Lord, that we will go knowing more and understanding you better today, Lord Father. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, he shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Church, let's exit out quickly towards this side, towards... Uh,
the right of the church. Mothers with strollers, please use the back door. <laughs>